0: What comes my way, you are still God. Eh. Intentional, intentional God Everything is working out for my good. Dependable, dependable God. It doesn't matter what comes my way, you are still God, oh, yeah, intentional, intentional, God, everything is working out for my good, oh. you. Ahem. <clears throat>
1: and gentlemen good evening dear friends welcome to another edition of jesus is the answer with kathy eka Kunde. i am an ambassador of christ jesus and i am your host i bring you good tidings god bless you a sunday and a thanksgiving service god is good all the time come on <laughs>
2: Espresso
1: God bless you all for tuning in. God bless you. Share, invite somebody to listen, and they will be blessed. So before we dive into today's message, let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome the King of Kings, the Lord of Lord, the mighty man in battle. Let's welcome him, Father Lord. Yahweh, we thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come into your presence, Father. Less of me, more of you. Speak through me, Yahweh. Bless your children, and when you are done, Father, take all the glory. You should be heard and not me, Father. You should be seen and not me, Father, Lord. Speak through me, Yahweh. Mm. Use me for your glory. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen and amen. So how are you all doing? We
0: worship you. Ah, you are worthy to
1: be praised come on somebody worship the father
0: Mm. alpha Mm. and omega we You are God, you
1: are worthy to be
0: praised. That
1: another, leave
0: It doesn't matter what comes my way, you are still good. Intentional, intentional good. My way was still good Intentional, intentional
1: Doing I just, just thinking God is just so kind, God loves me so much, He keeps fighting for me. God is just so merciful. Ah. These songs are playing, I'm just reflecting of His love, His kindness. The things he has been doing for me. Even the dreams I had a few days ago. Oh, he's fighting for me. God loves me. And he loves you too. Just do your best to to love him back. To do the things that pleases him. Just be faithful to him. At times things might not be working out the way you want. At times it might be a test. At times it's all for your own good. You might be, why is it that things are not working? Why are things taking so long? Some people even give up. But God never gives up on us. Christians nowadays, we don't persevere. We don't do anything. We just want to sit and let everything work. Even that God still loves us. Even that He's still coming through for us each time. If only you can open your eyes to see how He's fighting for you, how He's there to protect you. You will love God. You will give Him your all. He doesn't need to show you before you love Him. You just have to love Him because He's God. And that's the first commandment. Christians nowadays they have this attitude like, "Ah, oh, what will happen? What will be will be, whatever God has said. Yes, it will be." But we also need to fight. Not sp- not physically, but spiritually. Praying and asking him, Father, this is what I want. Is this your will? If not, this, if this is not your will, show me your will. Direct me. Oh, Father, this is what I'm doing. I'm venturing into business. Help me, Lord. If it's not a good thing, let oh, no, I'll be rich. When God says I'll be rich, I'll be rich. You just sit, lazing about. You think you'll be rich. You're just expecting to see some miracle monies in your account. You're just supposed to just sit, wonder, whoa, somebody just write a big check and just gives you. Work and God will bless the work of your hands. You are in bondage. Don't just say, hey, when God wants to free me, he will free me. Go to him, pray, he sees, he knows. But you also have to make effort. So you meet. Draw nigh to me and I'll draw nigh to you. Because at times when they give people things for granted, and things that they don't even ask, they take it for granted to them. It doesn't really mean anything. God might be seeing you. He knows this is what you want. But he wants you to ask. And if you ask, he wants you to make effort, and that has brought me to today's message. What length have you gone to meet Jesus for that problem, for that breakthrough, for that solution? What length have you gone to to meet Him? What have you done? Have you fasted? Have you prayed? How many times did you fast for that pro- a problem? Is it just once and it didn't answer and you give her like, oh, I fasted and it didn't. Fast and fast and fast again. I, I've told you about my three C methods. Method, communication, and consistency, communication, and courage. Because the problem might be getting tough. You have to be courageous. The enemy might be fighting like nothing is happening. But know that you are the verge of your breakthrough. Keep praying. Keep communicating with God. Why do I always teach you people? Using my own stories. Not only the things that happen in the Bibles or the Bible stories we read. To show you that the same God who did these things in the Bible still do them today. I put my, 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 my things out there. I tell you people, share with you people my experience, my dreams. So people can learn and know, oh, the same God of yesterday is the same God today. The same God who did it to the, to the people in the Bible is the same God who is doing it for Ambassador. I share everything with you, Paul, here. If not everything, most of the things. If I don't share it now, then maybe it's not yet time. So people, they have problems, or they have a problem. Probably, let's say you don't have a job. You just sit and you fold your arms, you put your arm on your job. Oh, I wish I can just have a job. Where well, God, help me now, let me have a job. See, come true for me. Then you just sit, you put your CV there. I'm qualified, they remove me from this job, I'm tired. I, a company I gave my all, I worked there for 10 years, 15 years, and then they just get rid of me like that. And where do I start from? You carry your documents, you put them in your shelf. No applying. Or you apply, you're just like, hey, when they'll take me, they'll take my qualifications and they, they'll speak for me. There are people you don't know who are fighting you secretly. But God wants you to also pray. He wants you to pray. So he will prove himself in your situation that he is the God that liveth. You all know the story of Job. Job was faithful. He was loyal. He loved God. He respected God. He feared God. Was God not there when the enemy was afflicting him? It was even God who asked the enemy, did you see my son and my servant? So in that situation, Job was like, oh, God has abandoned me. And that's what the wife wanted him to say. And he had to shut her up. That we only accept good things from God. Probably where you are right now, it's a test you don't even know. Whatever you are going through, it might be a test. Or God wants to use that situation. So he will get all the glory to prove a point that no, he is God. You might have applied. Whether even take people who have so their qualification are more, they have experience way more than you. But because you pray and you fast, they take you. And you are there, you are like, how oh, did I find myself in this position? Look at my qualification. But this is God's doing. Then you know that. Oh, really? I prayed, I fasted. I kept on asking. I kept pushing. And God did this for me. you have your Bible with you, go to the book of um, Mark, Mark 2, Mark 2 verses 3 to 12, Mark 2, 3 to 12. Assuming that you are there, Mark 2 verses 3 to 12. Four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They could not bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My child, your sins are forgiven. But some of the teachers of the religious law were sitting there, thought to themselves, What is he saying? This is blaspheming. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking. So he asked them, Why do you question this in your heart? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or stand up, pick up your mat and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And the man jumped up, grabbed his mat and walked out through the taunt on Lucas. They were all amazed and praised God, exclaiming, we have never seen anything like this before. Amen, amen. Did you see the length, the extent these people went to just to meet Jesus because they believe in Jesus, they know there is nothing he cannot do. They didn't give up. They didn't say, "Wow, well, we can't make it." So look at the population; the house was full. People everywhere. There was no way they could break through. There was no way they could tell this. Look at this man; he's paralyzed. He's on the mat. Those people were also there. They had their own problems, so they were also standing there looking for the opportunity to meet Jesus. This was like, you know what? Let's go the extreme mile. They had to climb somebody's house. I wonder who even paid. That, that, that After they the, 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 the destroyed that roof, who repaired it? <laughs> Definitely they would do it, but right? The Bible is about that's the, the thought that will kind of like, eh? This boy went this far to destroy somebody's roof. They opened the roof, lowered that man before Jesus. Jesus did not lay his hands on that man, he did not cast out, he just said, Pick up your mat, your sins have been forgiven. And the man was restored. Which extent have you gone to meet Jesus without your problem? Or you've given up already? Because of told like it's not possible. They've told you it's not possible. You've also accepted. Ah, it's my faith. I will stay in me like that. If God wants to hear me, He will hear me. He's all knowing God. After all, He knows. If He wants to deliver me, even in my sleep, He can deliver me. Yes, but it's the same God who is telling you that you know what? Go to the hospital. He's even giving you the name. He's even giving you the name of the hospital that you should go. That he knows that there you meet the best surgeon. There you are going to meet a doctor who will handle that case like no no other doctor. He's leading you somewhere you go, you start talking to somebody about. Whatever you are dealing with. The person will be like, oh no, I knew somebody who had this problem. Go here, go there. They're like, no, let me just see. God will do it. No. God is a spirit. He will use people to help you at times to do that thing. And at times you have to make effort by praying, by asking questions also. They say close mouth is a close destiny. And God knows it on He created us. He knows that we don't have food. Let me just see, God will provide. Maybe somebody will just come and knock and surprise us. Get a job and work, and you put food on your table. Go and apply, and God will give you that job. It doesn't mean God cannot do that. He can, but God is not encouraging laziness. Let me show you some people who also did not sit quiet. They say a closed mouth is a closed destiny. These people say, No, this is our opportunity. Jesus is here. Let's do something. We have to fight. We will not just sit and say, We assume that Jesus is passing by. He will hear us. Matthew 20 30 to 34. Matthew twenty thirty to 34, two blind men were sitting beside the road. When they heard that Jesus was coming that way, they began shouting, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. They were shouting, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Be quiet. The crowd yelled at them. But they only shouted louder, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. They didn't sit quiet. They shouted them all. When that problem is, you feel like there is no way. Like it's about to, you're about to drown. So you keep pushing. Use your last strength to pray. Don't give up. As I say if I give up, it means the devil has won now. Why should you give up when Jesus is there? It's not like you don't know what to do. He said, call upon me. Call upon him. He will answer you. So why are you giving up? What efforts have you made? What have you done? These are blind people. The crowd is shutting them up. They are afraid that Jesus is coming that way. Say, hey, this is our opportunity. Jesus has to heal us. They started shouting, Lord, Son of David. The people are yelling at them. Stay quiet. Look at you people. You blind people, you are calling Jesus. Who are you people? The people say, no, we'll not sit quiet. This Jesus is for us all. Be quiet, the crowd yelled at them. But they only shouted louder, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. When Jesus heard them, he stopped and called, what do you want me to do for you? Hey, blank check. Do You think Jesus did not know they were blind? But Jesus did not want to assume. So don't just sit there with your trouble. That Jesus knows it all. Go and tell him, Father, this is what I'm going through. This is what I want. Then he will give you the best. Or he will tell you, you know what? This thing you want, I don't think is good for you. Let's do it this way. Go with my own idea. This is my idea. Just relax. That's your idea. Just keep it. Relax. Take a back, a back seat. He asked and said, what do you want? What do you want me to do for you? Lord, they said, we want to see. Jesus felt sorry for them and touched their eyes. Instantly, they could see. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus felt compassion. He felt sorry for them. He touched their eyes and instantly. Jesus did not want to assume that maybe these people did want healing. He didn't want to assume. So he's like, Okay. Let me see. Let me ask them, maybe they are hungry, Maybe it's food they want. Maybe it's something else. They are blind, I can see they are blind. but let me not assume that they want me to, to restore their sight. So sometimes go to God, open your mouth, tell him, say, "Father, this is what I'm going through. This is what I want." Let me say, God knows it all. He knows my heart. He wants to communicate with you. He wants to have a conversation with you. This is what Jesus was doing. He opened a conversation between him and these people. He could have just looked at their direction and these people would have received their sight. But Jesus wanted to talk to them. That despite the crowd shutting them down, yelling at them, Jesus is like, No, I have to talk with these people. Let them feel my love. Let them feel me. Jesus could have just been walking by, passed by, and these people get healed. But Jesus, like, no, I need to initiate a conversation. I need to start something, ta- a talk. Let me talk with them. Then they followed him. Instantly, they got. They instantly they could see. Then they followed him. Amen, amen. Instantly, they become his followers. They joined the crowd and they were following him. What do you think if people will go and be testifying? They'll be like shouting. They'll meet other people. and say, one of the blind people was there. Oh, Jesus just healed me. Look at me with all that joy and happiness. Open your mouth and talk. To what extent have you gone to meet Jesus? For your trouble, for your problems, for your breakthrough. Nothing that is bothering you. To what extent have you gone? What sacrifices have you made? For how many years have you been praying? God promised Abraham a child, but it took, 20, it, 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 it took how long? He got after 25 years, right? Yes. Abraham did not say, ah, you, he gave up. He waited. That child came after twenty five years. Turn to your Bible. Today I want to show you people who went to extreme mile to meet Jesus. Turn to the book of Luke, the lady with the issue of blood. Luke 8. Luke 8, 41 to 48. This woman has gone to physicians. She has done everything with her money within her power. Her money got finished. This man said, well, this is my last joker. I will use it. Luke 41 to 48. Then a woman named, sorry, then a man named Jarius, A leader of the local synagogue came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who was about 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus went with him, he was surrounded by the crowd. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding, and she could find no cure. Coming up behind Jesus, she touched the fragrance of his robe. Immediately, the bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denied it. And Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is is pressing up up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me, for I felt healing power go out from me. When the woman realized that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her, exp- her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Go in peace. woman said, despite this crowd, this woman is not like, whoa, how do I get to meet Jesus? This woman did not say, wow well, look at the population. This woman fought her way. I just need to touch him, his cloth, his garment, his robe. I just need to touch just a tiny part of it. And I know something will happen. This woman make her way through the crowd. Even the disciples were like, how do you say some? How can you actually touch you? With all this population, everybody is squeezing. This woman did not give up. How, to what extent have you gone to meet Jesus for that trouble? I'm bringing all this out for you to see that you who is just sitting there saying, God will do. You have to fight. The same God will tell you to pray. The same God will tell you, open your mouth and pray. Why did God, why did Jesus not just stay in heaven and say, ah, Father has all the power. He can still make these people to meet him, repent without me necessarily going there to die. Mm -hmm. I know there's a reason why he said we should pray. You think he doesn't know that we are having issues? He knows, where he said, we should open our mouth and pray. Jesus has to make these people to talk. What do you want me to do for you people? He can see they are blind, but he still asks them. You have to open your mouth. This is more the issue of Lord had to explain when she, she was afraid. Because she went there for a purpose those other ones they were just touching jesus they were just following the crowd they were just excited oh let's see the next miracle jesus will do oh the miracle worker is here let's see they were just going there and some of them had issues but they were just excited Oh, jesus is in town man let's see the next big move he's going to make this woman is like i'm going to find my way just to touch his rope and i know This problem is going to come to an end. You tell yourself tonight that I'm going to seek God's face in my trouble, and I know that trouble will come to an end. He will put an end to it. He's going to give me a solution to this problem that I've had for so many years. He's going to come through for me. No matter how stubborn that problem has been, this woman has been bleeding for 12 good years. As women, we know. When we see a period, how uncomfortable it is. Five days, six days, seven days. Before I had my kids, I used to bleed for seven days. The first day will be mine. The second, third, fourth, fifth day. My God. The sixth day, it will start reduces. And then the seventh day, it will just vanish. Second, third, and fourth days like boom, boom, boom. Fifth day, it will reduce. Seat day, it reduces again. The seventh day, then it will disappear. From there, it went now to five days. The first day, it will not be strong. The second and third day for me, it's like, whoa. It's the fifth day, I'll start feeling, the fourth day rather, I'll start feeling like, okay. By the fifth day, it's by the sixth day, I don't even see anything again. So imagine this woman going through this for 12 good years. She didn't say, well, it's my fate. I don't know this kind of ailment. I've gone everywhere. My money is finished. I am tired. This woman did not give up. She said, this is my last hope, Jesus. I just need to touch his robe and everything will be gone. And that's what happened. You have done everything humanly possible. It's not working. It's time to go to God in prayers. It's time to go to God in prayers. Say, Father, I have come. I've tried on my own. I've done this. I've done that. I surrender all to you. You take the front seat. Let me go to the back seat. I commit everything into your hands. It's time. It's time. Matthew 15, 20, 1 to 28. 21 or 22, what am I there like that? Matthew 15, 21 to 28. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the, to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torment her severely. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help the gods, only to help God's lordship, the people of Israel. But she came and worshipped him, pleading. Again, Lord, help me. Jesus reply, responded, it is not right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, that's true, Lord. But even dogs are allowed to eat the scrap that fall beneath their master's plate. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. Amen, amen. Jesus said, dear woman, look at the way the the disciples even, the, the disciples they were an obstacle. This woman did not even bother. She did not exchange words with the hospital. She's like, you know what? Distraction, not today, not tomorrow. I know who I'm here. I know who I've come to meet. You people will not stop me. They spoke rudely to her. They say hey, send her away. She's this all are begging. Jesus ignored them. She went as to have a conversation with this woman. She said, I was sent, not to you. I'm here for a mission. This woman said, please help me. Jesus said, you know it's not right to take the children's food and give. She said, I know, but even the the dog they eat now, the leftovers, they are eating the, 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 the ones that is falling, the crumbs they eat from them. And she's like, wow. So, despite all this resistance, this woman is still pushing away. This woman was courageous. This woman was consistent. This woman stayed in communication with Jesus. Can't you see? This woman did not give up. She said, no matter what the disciples were saying, send her away. She's begging. She's disturbing us. She's bothering us. This woman said, I'm not for you people. My target is Jesus. This woman did not get upset. Like, what is it? Okay. If that's the destiny of the child, if that's the will of God, then let it be. No. This woman did not give up. This woman did not give up. She never said, no. Father, if it's your will, then let it be so. No. She stayed in communication with Jesus. She was speaking, talking with him. Jesus also was responding. And this woman was responding. And Jesus said, woman, your faith is grief. Your request is granted. Jesus is like, wow, this kind of woman who is resisting, she's not going anywhere. Jesus wants to see you stay in communication with him. Despite the turbulence in your life, despite all oh, everything looking negative, he wants to see you. Keep asking him. Coming every day, knocking, say, Father, I'm here. I've tried everything. I've done my own. It's not working. You are my last hope. Not just going there to try and see if you answer. If he answer, they say, hey, praise the Lord. If he doesn't, no. Go there, believe in whole her. This woman knew what she wanted. She knew the solution is in Jesus. Jesus is the, is everything. He has the power. He has the solution to set her daughter free. So she said, no matter what they say, I will stay here. I'm not going anywhere. But some people today don't even go to meet the man of God to pray. The man of God is like, I'm tired. I can't pray. I've been praying for people the whole day, you know. Just go and come some other somewhere. That day. In short, I don't even know. Just go. God, I can't pray for you. Oh, they will leave there and make videos. Can you imagine? I went there for the man of God to pray. He was so rude. The same thing is the only one who has power. It could be a test. The man of God could be saying that he doesn't even know what he's saying. Maybe the enemy is using his mind. Maybe God is content with some with the devil. That no, This is my daughter. She will not be rude. She will stay. She will persevere. The devil is like, okay, let me use his mouth. Let him talk to her, see if she will persevere. And you feel your test. Instead, you say quiet. Say, please, man of God. Or just sit quiet and be praying in your mind. Father, touch his heart. Let this pastor pray for my daughter. Let this pastor pray for my daughter. No. You just pick up your phone, social media. bim, Post it everywhere. I went to this church. My daughter is sick. They could not pray for me. They are being rude. The man of God is telling me, yeah. He's tired. He's human. He has been preaching. You don't know how many people he has attended to. He said, go ahead. You say, Father, Pastor, when should I go? I, I don't know. Go. He said to go, he said, well, Lord, touch his heart. Let me go there. The next time I'm going there, let him see me. Or let him send for me. You mean, as I'm going like this, let him send for me. Change his heart. Let him call me and pray. You make videos and post it everywhere. And Start to talk. How men of God think they are God. Oh, they think this, they think that. This woman, Jesus even went as far as calling her a dog. Is it not this in the Bible? It is here. I'm not the one saying it. Matthew 15. Go and read from 21 to 28. Jesus says, What to her that I was sent only to. God's Lordship, the people of Israel. This woman instead worshiped Jesus, pleading, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, it is not right to take food for the children and throw it to the dogs. This woman did not say, what, you call me a dog? The woman did not say, hey, you call me a dog? No. The woman went as fast, to said, no problem. But even those dogs, they eat the scrap that fall beneath their master's table of god remain in constant communication with god consistency and be courageous okay you have a blessed evening your week is blessed as you go about your business be nice be kind to people keep praying to god don't give up on that trouble i've shown you just four examples today in the bible how these people stood dis- their ground. How far they went to meet Jesus. To seek for solutions for their problem. Your case is not different. It's that same Jesus. The same Jesus in the Bible is the same Jesus today. So don't give up because God will never give up on you. Okay? To have a blessed and a wonderful day. Go out, spread love, share love. I love you all. The love of God, you are blessed. Your week is blessed. You are blessed. Bye-bye.